Welcome to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur show with me, Brenda Hector. I'm a business growth specialist helping business owners to develop themselves and grow their businesses so they can achieve their goals and enjoy the lifestyle they dream of. I'm also on a mission to revolutionize the entrepreneurial landscape for women in business. In every podcast episode, I interview someone who has an inspiring story or some great advice for women aiming to start or scale their businesses. If you're new to the show, take a moment to subscribe and please check out the previous ones after listening to this. We've got an awesome community on Facebook. Just search for Scale Her Up and join in. Goodness, listeners, what a day we've got on the Scale Her Up podcast today. I'm interviewing a man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm absolutely delighted to welcome Brad Walsh from the Empowerography podcast to Scale Her Up today. Brad, welcome. I am beyond honored to be here with you today, Brenda, and have been invited to speak on your platform. It's an absolute pleasure to be the first man on your podcast. It's it's a very huge honor for me. So thank you so much for this gracious invitation. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely delighted to have you. So pleased to be introduced to you, actually, Brad, because you're, you've found a niche for yourself helping women to be empowered which obviously fits so well with what I'm doing with Scale Her Up yeah and I've been very aware that us women can't make this change on our own right and you know we need we need men involved as change agents as well so it's for sure fantastic let's start with um with your story because you're an entrepreneur as well yes you know yes. you're you're a business person a businessman and yeah. uh, so tell tell us your story of what you do and how you got to be the host of empowerography sure um well my journey starts off i am a photographer that is my full-time business i'm in the business my photography is all about women's empowerment and The funniest thing about all of it is I never wanted to photograph people. I've had photography in my life forever. I started shooting back in high school. I learned how to shoot on black and white film and develop my own images in the dark room and all of that amazingly beautiful stuff. And my thing was more architecture, landscapes and things like that. People were not something I was interested in photographing whatsoever. And through my corporate career, I worked at an accounting firm for 12 and a half years. I was, I guess, for lack of a better term, voluntold that headshots were going to become part of my job description. And that's actually where I fell in love with photographing people. I loved having that one-on-one time, that connection with people as they sat for the portrait. I could learn a bit about who they are and what they do and enjoyed spending that time with them. And then about three years following that, I was introduced to a mutual, through a mutual friend to a, a boudoir photographer who was based in Florida. And I fell in love with her work and that genre of photography with what you can help women accomplish in terms of body acceptance and self-love and self-confidence and all of that beautiful stuff. And I ended up mentoring with this woman for six months. And when I was done my mentorship, it was just one of those light bulb moments. I just knew that that's the direction I've got to take my business when I make the jump into photography full-time, which didn't happen for another six years, but that's okay. I, I made the jump finally. I have two daughters. They are now 21 and 23, and they are a huge part of my why for all of it. The photography, the podcast, and a big part of that reason being is they were both bullied as kids in elementary school. My youngest was bullied by both boys and girls verbally and physically. 
My oldest was bullied by girls verbally. And of course, as a parent, to see your children go through that is heartbreaking and it was tough. And But I think the worst part of that whole experience was seeing the effects that it had on the girls carry through with them to the different stages of their lives from elementary school to high school to now their young adult lives. The effects are still prevalent. When I take a step back, yes, it's heartbreaking because they're my girls, but taking a step back and looking at the whole situation through a wider lens, the fact that there are hundreds of millions of young girls and women who go through that and deal with it on a daily basis and have it affect how they view themselves, that they don't love themselves. They don't feel confident in who they are. They don't love their bodies. All of that stuff is, it's horrible that anyone has to go through and feel that, go through that and feel that. And so with this genre of photography, if I can shift the mindset of my clients, even a little bit to where they leave the studio feeling better than when they arrived, that's, that's what it's about for me. And I mean, I've had women come into viewing sessions after their shoot and tell me that they can't believe that's them in the photograph in the photographs. And to know that I have had that kind of impact on another human being is one of the greatest feelings in the world. It is just indescribable. I get to witness transformation unfold right before my very eyes. And it's incredible to see. It's just, it's beyond description. It really is. I have goosebumps (laughs) listening to that. I just, yes. The limitations that women or anybody really can feel in their life because of the impact of something that happened in the past. So yeah, really good to be able to help them to absolutely come some way to overcoming that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in in my opinion, that's what we're all here for is to help support one another. And if I can help someone deal with or get through something because of something I'm doing, whether it be photography or the podcast and give back to humans in that way and help them through something. That's, that's what we're here. We're here to serve. And, and that's what we're here to do in, in on earth. I think that's my belief because that's why we're here. And so with the photography, I, uh, I just, in 2019, I just thought, you know, I want to do something more with this mission of women's empowerment. I'm on the photography is great but it's not fulfilling enough. There's got to be something else I can do. And so I thought, why don't I take what I'm doing with photography and transplant or turn that into a podcast where I focus the podcast solely on women. And of course, at that time, and even still now, as far to my knowledge, anyways, there's no other men out there doing anything like this. So I thought this is a perfect niche I can carve out for myself. As you mentioned at the beginning, where a man is hosting a podcast about women's empowerment that is incredibly unique and we have to be unique and we have to be different and stand out in the world of podcasting because there is a sea of podcasts out there. So you've got to do what you can to stand out. And so I, I, I went with this idea and I reached out to about seven or eight friends of mine, women who are photographers, makeup artists. And I explained to them what my idea was behind the platform and what I wanted to do with it. Asked them if I could interview them to help me get the platform off the ground. And they all agreed, thankfully. And so I did the interviews. I created the content. And at that time, I was in my second year full-time of my business. And the business started to pick up traction. I was getting more inquiries and more bookings. And I thought, I have to put all of my energy and my time and my focus into the photography business because it's so new. So I shelved the podcast, focused on the business. Fast forward to March of 2020. And of course, we all know how that played out in the world today. And it basically rendered my business inoperable. So I thought, 
I have to do something creative. I've got to use my creativity, my creative brain somewhere else. And I was tired of hearing everyone complain about the situation in the world and all the negativity that was, that went along with that and was around that. I just thought I cannot subscribe to that. I don't want anything to do with that negativity. I figured I'm going to take this time that we've all been given on the planet and do something good with it. Do something positive, put something good out into the world instead of sitting around bitching about it. It's not going to change anything. Least of all, it's not going to serve me. So I began reaching out to women on Instagram and Brenda, the response was so incredibly overwhelming. Women were so happy to hear that a man had created a platform such as this to help elevate women and amplify their voices and share their stories that it just turned into this incredibly beautiful thing where the women I was interviewing were, were saying to me, Brad, I've got a friend who would be great for your platform. Brad, I know someone, I've got a colleague. Of it. And it just grew into this community that it is now to where the podcast doesn't even belong to me anymore. It's not even mine. It's ours. It belongs to everybody who is part of the Empowerography community. Everyone who's been a guest on the show, that's, that's who it belongs to. That's what's become of this. And I can honestly tell you, Brenda, with all of my heart and soul, every fiber of my being, Without a shadow of a doubt, I know I've found my purpose and my mission here on earth. And that is to have this platform, to host this platform, to help elevate women and amplify their voices through sharing their stories on this podcast platform. It's just, it. I have never experienced such a passion for any work I've ever done in my life. Not even the photography lights me up as much as this work that I'm doing with this platform does. And it is so incredible. The relationships that have been built and created, the friendships that have come out of this whole thing is just mind-blowing to me. It's, it's so beautiful. And I am over the moon happy and excited. And when I reignited this thing, there was a part of me that thought, you know, be prepared. You may get some pushback from women saying, well, who's this guy I think he is? A podcast about women? What the hell does he know about women's empowerment? And I mean... I could never, ever understand what women have had to deal with or what they are still dealing with in the world today because I'm not a woman and I would never profess to understand it. But I have an idea of some of it because I've helped my wife raise my two daughters, raise our two daughters. And when I was a kid, my mom left my biological father. When I was 10, he was running around on her having an affair. And of course, back in those days, the women were the ones who stayed home to look after and raise the children while the husband was the one out working, making the money to support the family. So when I look back on that situation now as an adult male, the fact that my mom had the strength and the courage and the resilience to stand up and say, nope, I'm not, I'm not taking this crap anymore. I'm not putting up with it. I'm taking my boys and I'm leaving. And that's exactly what we did. We left with nothing but the clothes on our back. We moved into a one bedroom apartment. My mom slept on a couch. My brother and I shared a bedroom and she had to get a job. She had to reintegrate back into the working world after being out of work because she stayed home to raise us. She didn't have any choice. She had to support her family. So when she was at work, my grandmother would step in and help raise us. So for me, those two women are the foundation for all of this, all that I am today. I owe such a huge debt of gratitude to those two women because I wouldn't be who I am today without those two women in my life and what they showed me, what they taught me, leading by example, showing me how, it, how incredibly strong and resilient women can be and are. So these two women, along with my wife and my daughters, these five women, they are why I do what I do. They are my why. They, for all of that, all of the things that they have taught me, shown me, brought to my life and given me, I guess this is my way of saying thank you to women in general because of what they have done for me. And that's why I do what I do.
That's, that's fantastic. A couple of aspects there that I'm listening to that talk about family. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that, you know, you're one of the few men that are focused on women's empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, but that's not, that's not actually unusual for men to be encouraging female empowerment because you're a father of daughters. Yes, yes. Very yeah? true. Yeah, and yeah absolutely. I would like to think that, that all fathers of daughters want to give those girls, their little girls, as yes. much um, confidence and power and everything. You know, and you talked about your daughters early on, but then talking about your your mom and your grandmother and mm-hmm. and that as a as an inspiration to you. And then you've built the community that you're building is yeah. a supportive family. Yeah, it of, is. It is. That's what you it know, is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it the it. parallels there, right? It's it's just beautiful. The community, yeah. honestly, I cannot say enough good things about it, Brenda. The the women who are in the community is are just so incredibly supportive and inspirational. Every single woman that is part of this community, every woman that has been on the podcast, I pull inspiration from every single one of their stories because everybody's story is so different and so powerful and so impactful and it's just it's incredible to be part of to honestly to have been able to collaboratively collectively have built this community is just incredible that's i mean with community you can't lose the more women we get in on board with this mission this movement the more women we get into the community the better it is for everybody absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about being there and supporting each other. And the more supportive a group is, the more support yeah. people want to put into that group. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful, truly. So what kind of support is shared in, in the group and, and on the podcast? What what do you see these women needing and taking from that group? I see I see women who who need help in their business and I think that the community gives them a space because I think as humans not just women but I think women more so than men um have trouble asking for help because women have just been conditioned to to do everything they are they they're super women they they do it all and they've grown up being conditioned that way so I think that this community provides a safe space for them to realize that, hey, it is okay to ask for help. And there are women out there who will help you. Because I think, well, from what I saw in my corporate career, there's a lot of competition among women. And again, I think this speaks to the conditioning that women have had all their lives growing up as young girls and having to fight for those positions in those corporations because there are so few for women. So it's just been conditioned that they have to compete with one another. Whereas now, since in this last two years, since I've started what I'm doing with my platform, I've seen a complete 180. And it is the most beautiful thing to see and to witness. I am seeing women who have connected with one another as a result of the Empowerography community, the Empowerography platform, and they're collaborating outside of that community together and supporting one another. And to me, that's what this is all about, is creating those connections for people and having that space where they can feel safe to collaborate and connect with other women and know that there's no competition here. It's all about support. And that is the most beautiful thing to me. That's what lights me up. Absolutely. And I guess we 
we know that we're the challenges that we're facing. It's yeah. nice to know that other people face the same challenges. Yes. So are there some common threads that you're seeing? What are the most common challenges that your interviewees are, are saying that they've faced? Again, I think asking for help is a huge one because women don't feel comfortable asking for help because they've been conditioned not to, that you can do it. And so I think asking for help is a huge one. Just knowing that they can lean on one another and, and they have that support system. Support systems are a huge thing too that I'm seeing that women are, are needing and they are finding it through the communities. I mean, you look on social media now, there are so many more communities for women supporting one another. And I think that's great because for so long, it hasn't been that way. Again, it goes back to that whole competition mindset. So it's it, we're seeing a shift. I just don't think it's happening quick enough. I think, and I also think that we as men need to stand up and show our women that we are allies and we support you. And it's our responsibility, I think. So more of us need to do our part and stand up and let women know that we hear you, we see you, and we're here to support you. Yeah, so very good point. And it was something that I wanted to ask you about because mm -hmm. I, I usually ask the women that I'm interviewing on here, yeah. what can we do to bring some, as you know, my mission is to get more women in business yes. and scaling up their business so yeah. that we're, it's more like 50-50 because yeah. we're nowhere near that. No. I always ask the women, what can we do? Mm -hmm. but actually, what can you do? What can the men do to to support us and help us? Because not not everybody's going to be able to um, start a podcast and, and no, build a community course. like you have. I think it starts with conversation. I really think that is the starting point for it, is we need to have conversations with the women in our lives and let them know and let their friends know and just be supportive. I think conversation is the biggest thing we need to start there that's where we begin is everything starts with conversation and once we get that conversation going more people get involved more people become aware and it just turns into a snowball effect where we do get the ball rolling and we do get the wheels turning and women are seeing more men stand up we need to stand shoulder to shoulder and let the women know that we are here we see you we hear you and we're here to support and elevate and help amplify your, I mean, for those of us that have platforms, we, I think we need to do more of that in terms of amplifying women's voices, bring more women onto the platforms. If you do have that platform, bring more women on there and let them know that you're supporting them. And that by bringing these women onto your platform, I think that shows that we are here to support and amplify your voices. So conversation, I think is the biggest starting point for us as men. Absolutely. And I'm also thinking that there are men that I have spoken to about mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. And they look at me blankly. I said, why would you need to do that? <laughs> what are you new? <laughs> like this yeah. has been going on for centuries. It's time. Yeah. We need to we need to shift the dynamic. We need to show we need to support. We need more women to be heard and, and to be able to step into their power. And that starts with conversation. We need to let them know that we are here too and we support you. I can't believe you get blank looks when you say, like, that's insane. Yeah. Look at, all yeah. you have to do is look around. I yeah, mean, it's still, we're still stuck in this mindset of the old boys club and that we need to shatter that. There's no space mm -hmm. or place for it in the year 2022. It's got to go. And so that's part of my hope with the podcast is that that can be a spoke in the wheel for change. 
around that mindset and that mentality because there's no space for it. Is there a risk then, Brad, that you and I are preaching to the choir here? So we're mm. we're talking to women who know that yeah. it's a challenge for women. And yeah, do we need to be thinking about a different audience maybe? Yeah, I yeah, maybe we start educating more men. Maybe, maybe we start preaching to the men and get more men involved and get them on on board with what we are doing and showing them that this is what needs to happen. I think that's that's a big part of it too, is that people like myself, people like yourself, we need to start bringing men into the platform and making men aware of what needs to be done and getting those conversations started. I think that people with platforms, it's it's our responsibility. We have a responsibility by having these platforms to spread the word and 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 to let people know if you have a voice, use it. So this is a way of doing it. I think we need to get more men involved. Absolutely. I've just just had a blinding flash of the obvious. We we talk in, in my uh, in my coaching, we talk about BFOs. If you when you have a blinding flash of the obvious, where it just oh that just makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get out there and talk in front of more men. There you go. Not in front of women. Yes. Yeah. Because you're right. It is. It is preaching to the choir. You're right. Because women already know all this stuff. Yeah. They know that this is what needs to happen. So, yeah, I guess I guess both of us could take a BFO from that one. (laughs) So listeners, please, ladies listening, get the. Yeah. Talk about what we're doing here on Scale Her Up and Empowerography. And um, yeah, spread the word. For sure. What are your ambitions for the future, Brad? What what do you I mean? You know, you've done amazing job building this community <clears throat> in the in the in the time that you've you've been running the podcast. Where mm. where next? Well, we have women's empowerment conferences online. We've been hosting in the online space. We've done two so far. We do them once a year on March eighth to celebrate International Women's Day. But my ultimate goal for the platform is to turn this into a women's empowerment conference that travels around the world and because I think that this isn't just a North American or a UK issue, it's a worldwide issue. And we need to make more people aware and bring more people into the fold and into these communities. I want, I see, I would like, I want chapters set up all over the world of empowerography so that when the conference does go to the different cities around the world, we have women who are there in those cities that are resources that we can have speak at the conferences from the local chapters. I want local chapters set up all over the world. I want empowerography to be a, a, a household brand. I want people to know that this is what we're about. This is what we're doing. This is our movement. This is our mission. So that's that's where I want to take it. That's that's my ultimate goal. I love that. I love that. And when you're talking about it's not just a North American thing or a or a a, a UK European thing. Actually, there are parts of the world where women are, you know really disempowered so far, you know, far worse off yeah. and that's not to take anything away from what women in europe the uk north america have had to deal with not at all but there are women in other countries of the world who as you say are far more disempowered they have it a lot worse than what women have had to deal with here and over where you are but if we can bring this message to the world and and share this with the world and help to empower women in those incredibly disempowered areas of the world that I would love to be, to be part of that and, and have that happen in those places. Absolutely. 
Oh, fantastic. So what do you think for the, the listeners as individuals? What's your advice to them? What from all the, the people that you've you've interviewed and you've and you're connecting with in your community, what's the message that's coming out? Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything because of who you are, because of your gender, step into and embrace your authenticity, find your voice and use it because your voice has power. And when we collectively come together as a community, that has even more power. So form those communities, connect with other women, support each other, keep that ball rolling, keep the momentum going. And it'll just keep rolling and, and it'll, it'll grow exponentially in strength, strength in numbers. So I think step, first of all, step into your own authenticity, find your own voice and, and don't let anyone tell you or stop you from doing the things you want to do in life. That's so powerful, really, the, to, the authenticity. Just be you. Don't be yeah. what anyone else expects from you. Yes. Because of who you are or where you came That's from right. or, or what happened to you in the past yeah. Yeah, or which sure. chromosomes you have in your genes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, so powerful. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. That's brilliant. My usual questions are very different. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, but, you know, that it's, it's great what you're doing. The um, you. Empowerography, everyone just go and search and, and have a listen. There are some amazing women on there sharing their stories. What should I have asked you, Brad, that I haven't asked you? Oh, man, I think you pretty much covered everything. I mean, my story I just, I just want to keep, I want to explode this movement onto the world. I think there's so much power in what we are doing as a community. So I, I just want to keep growing it. I would love to get as many women as possible involved in the community. I'm always looking for podcast guests. So if you know of any women who are powerful, authentic, beautiful souls, please, I would love to connect and, and have you as a guest on the podcast. Do. Excellent. Yes, I'm sure you I do. I most certainly do. You just need to go and check any of the women who yes. I've interviewed up until now and all yeah. of the ones I'm going to interview in the future. There's some great people with some great stories there. And likewise with your interviewees. Yeah, that was it. It wasn't as scary as I thought. <laughs> there I'm getting you a go. man on, on scale her up. <laughs> Absolutely delighted to have you here, Brad. Thank you so much for your contribution. And uh, we will definitely be keeping in touch. Absolutely. Brenda, thank you so very much for this incredible opportunity. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure being able to sit down and speak with you and share my story on your platform. And I'm beyond honored to be the first man on your podcast. So thank you so much for bestowing that honor upon me. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. I was delighted to be introduced to you. And yeah, we just need more Brads. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur's show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please join our Facebook community at Scale Her Up. Please connect with me, Brenda Hector, on social media and drop me a message to let me know you're enjoying the podcasts. Or even better, pop a wee review on iTunes. I'm going to finish by reminding you, only one in three UK entrepreneurs are female. And men are five times more likely to scale their business to over one million in turnover than women. If we started and scaled our businesses to the same extent as men, it would add 250 billion to the UK economy and provide millions of jobs. Ladies, you can do it. 
and we're going to make a massive difference.